is a crazy way to start the show. <laughs> and it's all getting cut out. Gotta get said cut name. That's the that's the that's Patreon name. content. If we ever make one. It's just different. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Jaded and Evolving. Hey. I am one of your co-hosts, Natasha. Why is this underneath my titty like that? And I'm Christian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, hey. Hello. Hola. Thank you guys for coming back to another episode. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Yes. Follow. Yes. Read and us. comment. Go on Spotify and send us a five-star rating. You or love the Apple, show. Apple, whatever you listen to us yes. on, because we're everywhere. And can you guys please, like, tell us where y'all are from? What are y'all doing? Comment. I would like we that. Where are y'all at? Because yes. we want to... Um, we want to touch down and talk to y'all sometimes. We do want to talk to y'all. Mm-hmm. And do y'all get on live? Do y'all like Instagram lives, TikTok lives? Like talk, we're t- we're we just, want to talk to y'all. Like, we scoping not just the scenery like, out. You see us, we see you. We don't want to just talk to y'all through the podcast. We want to yeah. talk to y'all like in person. Yeah. See y'all if some of y'all are in the DMV. Not like a live show, though. We're not doing a live show. Absolutely. But like, come to the studio, kick it with us. We have events here all the time. Come see us. I'm I'm having a brunch, but it's sold out. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. If you waited forever to buy a ticket, be and mad at you, yourself. Thank you to everybody who's supporting the Putting Myself Where I See Myself brunching, Has all the sponsorships. Sharing, sharing the posts. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, the way that y'all come out and just show, show support and love, I just. We love y'all. Love y'all so much. Love Should y'all we tell them the next thing to look forward to? What else are we doing? Hiking. Yes. So, in our second quarter, mm-hmm. so like in the springtime, I'm going to host a hike. Mm-hmm. Um, the event break will be made soon ish. Yes. Um, you'll get water. You'll get some high IV pack for hydration because mm-hmm. I don't want y'all out there like your mouth all fucking dry. Yeah, because that happened to me. I actually get kind of like I be wanting to gag because mm. I'm so fucking dehydrated it happened once though i was good and i'm gonna give y'all that and snacks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe one of those sweat rags yeah and we're gonna one. have like a whole like list of um like things to bring like wearing yeah, a book recommendations bag, all those different things i have to yes. get hiking boots now yes she does because this is like a whole thing it's a real thing i went hiking last time in my tennis shoes and although i had a really great time i ended up having we to dry my socks a, out we walked through a lake yeah so Get some waterproof shoes. Yes, please. For sure, you're right on. Um, I'm so excited. I mean, I know that the trolls will be looking at this like, you fucking exercise? You go fucking hiking? Yes, the fuck I do. It's my favorite pastime. It is, actually. I love the fuck out of hiking. I love listening to the water, the animals, the random rustling in the fucking woods don't even bother me. I'd be like, that's an animal. And I'd be entrusting the fuck out of her. Like, yeah, leave me through the woods. It's safe. It's fine. This is normal. I'm like, just don't touch nothing that you don't know what it is. Because so I don't touch I don't shit. I don't touch a motherfucking thing. I just, <laughs> I be some walker standing there. No, she don't. She I be don't. Like, ah, trees. I really do be because having trees, a good fucking time. Trees, all that. All that good shit. So yes, I would love to do that with mm-hmm. y'all. Um, yeah, that's the only one that I'm going to talk about. Because yeah. of course we're going to do two other things, but... but the first one is going to be a guided hike 
yes, it's going to cost a little bit because I want to bring y'all snacks. And ain't nobody made out of money just because we podcast. This is not our nine to five. And that's another thing I need y'all to understand <laughs> is that we are people just like y'all, okay? So when we're having these events and we're hosting these events, I know sometimes it can be intimidating for people. And this is not to everybody. This is just for those people who say things like, you know, I want to go to these events, but, I, you know, like I'm afraid or I don't have anybody to go with. We are people just like you. Yeah. As big as we are in community and in safety and things that you are in a good space. Yes. And I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to convince you of something no. as a holistic practitioner. It, just, you, it and, wouldn't even feel right to me to put somebody in a bad predicament. Not even in that, that too, but even in being certified in certain areas oh, yeah. and you take oaths and shit like that. Like you're, you really cannot be out here. You will lose your fucking certification doing dirty, doing people dirty. So you have nothing to worry about. Again, we are certified in our holistic practices. We know a thing or two. There's been a lot of research that have been done. You are in really good hands. Do not be afraid to come out and to have these experiences if you've never taken a hike before or you don't know what all of you know a hike encompasses or what it entails you are in really good hands and the eventbrite yes. will have all of that information and if you have any questions we have emails we have dms talk to us you know what questions do you have we will answer them yeah. just so that you can be you know confirmed and affirmed in your experiences before you even have them and that should be First aid and CPR certified by then. So I, and they I am first really aid, be, first aid and CPR yeah, certified, so. and I actually need to renew my. I'm so glad yeah, you said something. I'm just gonna get it done. Yeah. So hopefully they have something over there. Young guys, but whatever. Um, sure. and I know this isn't the same thing, but I have to take a HIPAA uh thing in my job. So yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm a certified. I gotta keep you safe. Your your information safe and everything else. I'm a certified holistic practitioner. I'm not losing my fucking certifications over no goddamn hike. That's not going to happen. Bring your inhalers. Yes, bring all please. that shit. Like, I'm not playing with y'all. And if, like, physical exercise, going up hills and stuff like that is something that you're not to talk to your primary care physician. We are so, first of all, as big women in general, right? Going out into the motherfucking woods is already a risk as is. Now we're trying to go out there with y'all too. Ain't nobody trying to risk our life and your motherfucking life, Okay. And again, these are things that we've we have doctors, primary care physicians, psychologists, like we our shit is intact and in order. We trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. I, you, you think we got all the disclaimers out? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure we y'all y'all good. Good. Okay. You what got your water, water. right? You got <laughs> your. Are you hydrated? First of all, hi y'all. I feel like we just came in here very aggressive. Let's just switch the tone a little bit. Hi baby, really? how Back are you? How y'all doing? How you feeling? How's your mental health? How was your are week? you relaxing? How's your weekend going? We're hoping that you're enjoying this on the safety of your couch with a glass of wine and some weed. Yes, I hope you ain't got no drawers on and a long t-shirt with your bonnet on mm-hmm. and no bra, face mask, letting them things hang, face mask and moisturized. Yes. Yes, I love it. I With your phone sure. on D Speaking of that, that's kind of what brings us to that's crazy. That's crazy that you say that. So I um, what was it? Friday? Yes, I think it was Friday. I sent Natasha a text message and I was just like, I kind of wanted to have the conversation surrounding just being soft, right, and softening mm-hmm. up, because I felt like I don't know if it's necessarily like as a black woman or if just a woman in general. That's our experience. That yeah, we know, so it just yes. life just feel felt it still kind of feels sometimes so hard yes it feels so hard to have just like a very 
eased experience or like a very simplified experience mm-hmm. or what most women would consider like a luxury experience because yeah. it feels like it comes at so much more of a cost. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a physical cost or like a financial cost, mm-hmm. it's a spiritual cost yes. or it's a mental cost of being like, like for me as a mom, you know, I, I could be spending this money on something else or I could be saving this money yeah. or, you know, like I don't deserve to be here getting this massage mm-hmm. or being at this spa because I should be spending this time with my child. But it's like, you need those breaks too. Mm -hmm. You know, you really do. You need those breaks. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about, you know, coming into this era of softness and, you know, adding more ease into your life. What has that experience been like for you? How long has that, like, how long has this been like um, a recognized experience for you? And what has it been like? Having a life of like just ease and softness. Just, yeah, like that softness. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've always in a sense, had some type of soft life. I agree with that, yeah. Um, although I have had periods of time where, like, things were not easy, mm-hmm. I've never had, like, the everything is so fucking rough. Like, Super although I was life. going through my own mental stuff, it mm-hmm. wasn't like a, that was me. Like, that's yeah. my bubble that I was in. Outside of that, I've had a pretty easy life. I ain't never, yeah. I ain't nobody ever leave me in the middle of the city. Yeah. I've never had to fend for myself when it came to like food, yeah. housing, shelter, nothing like that. I've had that I've I've had that hard. Not not like homeless hard. Yeah. But like you grown, you gotta figure it out hard. That's the hard I had. Yes. So yeah. I had been through that part, but it wasn't like a I had somebody looking out for me yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. So it still wasn't it was like it was a hard moment. Yes. That went into back into okay. I'm and nonetheless, it was a hard. So I think that's something else that I kind of want to talk about too. Is you not you specifically, but Mm. people? You don't have to have the struggle contest. Like who's had the harder struggle? Because I'm not gonna have it with you. Because I don't know anything about half of those things that y'all be going through. I never had to get it out the mud for real. Yeah, and I mean, I think, but I think everybody's version of getting it out of the mud is different, right? Like. Everybody has these different versions of their heart. Everybody has these different challenges, you know, in their experiences of something hard. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's so difficult to have this conversation with women because Mm -hmm. they will say things like, well, I've never been, you know, like abused or I've never gone. It's like, yes, but you've had something hard happen to you. You know, you've had traumatic experiences (laughs) and I'm not going to sit here and, you know, play trauma bingo with your ass and try to, you know, figure like that's. You've had things in your life happen that restructured the way that you thought things were supposed to be. Exactly. And I think that more women need to be okay with that definition just because your life wasn't super duper hard in like physical experience or Mm -hmm. you ain't psychologically fucked up. You still had hard moments. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to hear when women say, you know, like, yeah, my life was hard, but other people had it harder. Right. But you've still had it hard. Yeah. You're and I, allowed to have that. I can't stand when people discount other people's trauma. Oh, girl, you think you had it rough. You think you've been through some shit. I you think that. you had this. You think you had that. And, Calm you know, you, you got to chill the fuck out because who the fuck are you to tell me that my experience wasn't a difficult experience? Right. And it primarily happens from like older people where they say, child, you don't know hard. So you didn't had to pour buckets of water into a, you know, a basin to take your bath. It's like, well, that's because running water your, wasn't invented yet. Like, I appreciate your generation for creating it for me. That's what I'm saying. But you, I'm like, still dealing with other things. Like, so sometimes I, I find it difficult sometimes to have the conversation with older women, especially older mm-hmm. black women when it comes to trauma, because they will see you having a life of ease and, 
and try to convince you that you don't deserve it. Yeah. And I thank God that the women was, of my family didn't do that to me. But they want you to have that. Like, working in different estates. I was like when we were talking about in the car, like yeah. working for child support and being around those. Their lives were so like because some of them were on child support yeah. and you know having issues with their husbands. So the way that they treated these men and the way that they talked about those women, she's just another bit of baby mama. This bitch got her problems and she doing this and she doing that. And it's like, yes. Her life is difficult. You know, mm-hmm. she has a sense of, but you upset at the fact as though she was able to come in here with car keys. You was upset the fact, you know, like she what the fuck she need this MCA. money for if she, you know, if this is happening for, it's like, because she still needs support. She needs to get. Who, to how the fuck are you going to tell her that she not having lady. challenges, right? It was, it was so difficult to see. And I'm so glad that somebody else feels the same way that I do. Like, just because my level of hard wasn't a rock bottom type of hard did not mean that my life wasn't hard nonetheless. Like mm-hmm. I still had my own version of survival mode to get out of and for anybody specifically another black woman to tell me that my shit wasn't hard like bitch how that's how you just like, try to shake my motherfucking reality that's just like going through depression and people be like depress them dishes that or you're too young to be sad bro bitch i'm sorry that depression the fuck that i'm dealing with my I'm parents that, are divorced yeah I, like, i'm sorry <laughs> that depression to you has an age limit or you know it has some type of Yes, exactly. Sadness, depression, anxiety has an age limit and struggles that have to come behind it. All kinds of shit. Like, you got to be a certain age child. That's a whole other conversation for another day. But, like, that's what I'm saying. It just gets, (laughs) it just bothers me so much sometimes to hear the type of negative connotations that come along with other people's trauma. And because that's not your base level or because you didn't experience now all of a sudden your trauma is not valid. Like, you don't know what the fuck I had to endure in my life. I've had my own versions of hard, you know, mm-hmm. like, and people who think that, for, like, for instance, like, just because you was broke part of your life, that that's your only, you know, means no. of struggle. That has helped a lot of people get out of, but then they're still struggling. Like, they have a struggle yes, mindset. Yes, because survival mode is a lot deeper than just your financial situation. Niggas be like, money definitely does buy happiness. Okay. Or they'll say things like, I could just, you know, cry on a Maserati or I could cry on a boat. Why, when you could just get you some help? Why, when you could just do the shadow work? Why, when you could just, you know, face the problem head on? It's so much deeper than just money. Why am I sitting crying in this Maserati when I want to drive myself off a fucking cliff? So what's the point? What's the point of having a vehicle? I bought this shit just to drive myself off the cliff in it? Bruh. To walk around in luxury to cry on my clothes? Like, no, that doesn't make sense to me. You are a sad, lonely person and you're like... Well, at least I get to buy these luxury things and stuff. And it's like, that's not... That's why when I see these women sometimes, especially on social media, I see these women living these lifestyles. And you could just see the facade. Like, you could just see them in their room. They miserable as hell. It's so much pain behind their eyes. And people are like, oh, you shouldn't project those things. Maybe six, seven months down the line, they'd be sitting on their kitchen floor making an apology video because they didn't say some shit. And then they... Off the wall. You know, but it's deeply rooted in the fact that they're not dealing with something. And it's like... I just I get I get so tired of people living these inauthentic inauthentic lives mm-hmm. because they are trying so hard to keep up with the facade so they can keep up with the Joneses so they can keep up with this you know financial aspect of life. All the motherfucking money in the world ain't gonna make you happy. It just yeah. makes ease of access to things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for the day where I can just have the money coming out of my bank account for my yes. therapist and I can sit on that couch for an hour and, mm-hmm. you know, bear my feelings and get the assistance that I need, get the medications that I need if need be, and just go about my day with ease. I'm excited for the day. Yes. But until that day comes, I'm still going to deal with my shit. Oh, 
course. lot of people don't want to deal with their shit. And I'm like, that's why you still stuck in fucking survival mode. The reason why you can't get out of what the fuck you in is because you won't address it. I realized that I was in survival mode when I was younger. Mm-hmm. When I would just sit and be like, I wish I didn't have these emotions. Yes. And now I've come to terms with the fact that these emotions are very vital to my growth. And they're not going any fucking way. They're not going anywhere. So I might as well get comfortable with them. Baby. Deal with them. And be okay. Like, it's all going to be okay at the end of the day. Like, I don't have to keep pushing aside how I feel. These struggles, like, they're real. Like, it's okay. Everything people, will be fine, though. When people start running from their demons, and That's when they scary. just choose to compartmentalize it, and you can you watching a motherfucker scary. putting themselves in a deeper fucking hole, and you're like, baby, you're not you going to be able to get up out of this. You If you don't start fighting this shit now, when you finally hit your rock bottom, you're going to need all the motherfucking help in the world, but you're so busy doing people dirty, I don't even know if you're going to be able to get the assistance. I think that's the other issue. Like, they bring other people down with And we'll them. burn like, the fucking bridge on the way down. Why you can't do that by yourself? Miss, because Misery you Loves be, Company. Because, why can't you be on your own in that journey of being sad? I could talk all motherfucking like day long. Don't I bring know other some, people down with you while you're doing your dirt. Like, I know if you're some gonna do your miserable dirt, ass fucking people who have tried to rope in some of the most innocent. And I'm just like, do you know how fucking sick in the head you got to be? Do you know how fucking vile you have to be to do some shit like that? Like you're manipulating people. To really struggle like, right alongside you. Men, women, relationships, friendships, business partnerships. I have watched people dig a hole for people who are who were innocent, very ignorant to things. And I'm just like, God damn. Because then you try to figure out why is that person so jaded? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are they so angry? Why they why is their guard up? Because when the guard was down, somebody when they thought that they could them. trust, somebody came in and took advantage because they just wanted some comfort and their yeah. misery. But I say all that to say, even if that has been your story, you got to fucking deal with the demons. If somebody has done you dirty, you got to learn to forgive those people so that you can fall into a life of ease. You can't bring grudges with you into a life of ease. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. It's a couple motherfuckers I want to run over with my car, but at the same token, I've learned to forgive them. Like, I've really learned to suppress the feeling of Mm -hmm. wanting to put my hands on people because it don't do me no good. So how have you reshaped that? Like, from being that, I wouldn't say miserable, but, like, being that angry or sad person in life and wanting to take people down and just... Because I realized, it, what am I doing with it? Yeah. where what, what good does it do me if I sit in this and find comfort in this? I can't grow in this. Mm-mm. You can't... I don't give a fuck when nobody say, you cannot grow in misery. You cannot grow in discomfort. You can grow out, but you can't grow up. It will, it will shape your entire existence if you allow it to run you and you will find every problem to exist with your existence when you allow yourself to be comfortable in misery. And that's why I chose to not be miserable anymore because once I shifted my focus, like it comes back to me pulling my motherfucking hair out in my car. <laughs> my focus was misery. I was just like, this ain't none of this work. My relationship ain't working. My, my health, like the way that I'm going about losing weight or you know, the way I'm yeah. going about eating is not working. The way that I'm going about my habits is not working. The way I'm going about work is not working. I'm not happy with a motherfucking thing in life. I wasn't even happy being a mom at that point. I couldn't feel like I could be a good mother. Nothing was good to me. Yeah. So at one point I was just like, Okay, but like you gotta do something with this bitch. Even the people that were calling my phone, cussing me out, talking to me crazy because of a bunch of lies. Like, 
when somebody lies on your name, you do everything to protect your character mm-hmm. after that. After a while, it was just like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I don't give yeah. a fuck what you done heard. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what anybody has tried to convince you of. You ain't come to me for the story. And whether I told you my story or not, you probably wouldn't believe me. So what good does it do me to be trying to convince a motherfucker who has no rhyme, no reason, no right over my life? I don't give a fuck about your opinion about me. This just is me. And I think that's what has given me so much ease of access in my life is because nowadays the only person that I do it for before anybody else is me. Yeah. The reason why I lead with integrity and authenticity in my life is because I have to sleep with me every night. I got to lay down with me. And imagine walking through life knowing that you could do better and you don't. That's crazy. Knowing that you just walk around fucking angry at the world when you could really be doing something else with your motherfucking time. Dude, I could walk around with a motherfucking grudge against this bitch and this bitch is home, you know, brushing her 40 inches, having us have a great time. Good. So what the fuck, what the fuck is going to do, girl? Sleeping so good. If I hit that bitch with my car, my insurance premium will go up. That's more money out my motherfucking pocket. Now I got a motherfucking assault charge, manslaughter. It don't do me no good. No. So you wish that person well and you go to fuck on with your life. And I wish more people would understand that. Like, use a miserable bitch for what? How do you benefit from being a miserable-ass bitch? Yeah. If anybody out there can tell me how you benefit from being a miserable-ass bitch, I would love to have the conversation. How are you marketing being a miserable-ass bitch? How are you making money and being a miserable-ass bitch? Because if you can be that comfortable in your discomfort to the point where that's what you choose your entire motherfucking life is to seek being miserable... I want to know how you market because I I, I couldn't find the, no joy in it. I think it's the well. I couldn't find no fucking find joy. joy in it. But those are the manipulative people. That's a science what experiment. Talked, that's what we've talked about before. That's the, a genetic mutation. Uh, you're, you're not happy, writing ahead. You're happy with yourself looking like that. You can't whole, be okay with that. Like you talking down on people. Did somebody in your household talk down to you? And that's why you feel as though well that made me change my but life. But to so accept it do though, that's see that's I feel the like part that's the person me. that you need to beat. Like you need to put your hands on. Those you gotta be mad to at the crazy. motherfucker who helped shape you, shape the belief that you chose to believe in. They don't see nothing wrong with it. Though. But when you get old enough to realize that you have a choice in life, and you still choosing to believe what the fuck somebody else told you about you, and I'm not talking about the people that have been so manipulated in life, right? Being raised by narcissists and things like that, yeah, no. to the point where you need medication and you need psychological assistance. That's way deep, right? But at surface level, because that's where a lot of y'all motherfuckers think and where y'all thrive, at surface level, at some point in time, somebody said something about you that was true and it made you feel a certain type of way. And you just haven't grown from that characteristic yet. So you hold the grudge against motherfuckers who see you for who you truly are. Once you deal with your demons and make peace with your faults, that's when you find self-awareness to get your shit together. You realize that it's something that you have to hone and find power in, in order to fix. Because if you don't, it's a habit that you just choose to accept. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with people who say, I'm going to wake up in life and I'm going to make everybody else's life hard around me because my life is hard. That's kind of crazy. You chose the hard. You choose whether or not your life is hard. I think that it takes more energy to do that. Thank you. I think it takes no energy in me to allow myself to just get through these emotions and be a better person on a regular basis than for me to sit in this sadness that I've had or the depression that I've had. Like, that shit took a lot out of me to sit here and be like, well, I just want to be lonely. Do you know how fucking tired you... Um, do you, you realize how tired you be in being depressed? You just want to be, you sure you just want to be lonely? Or is it the fact that you're just tired 
of trying with people. Like, let's reevaluate this shit. And then and you also then... have to look at your lack of discernment, right? Yes. Because a lot of the time it happens because you're just choosing the wrong people. Yeah. Eventually, you have to see the pattern in the people that you surround yourself with. We talked about that on TikTok, too. You got to. You got to realize that your support system changes when you change. I yeah. am not surrounded by the same people that I was once surrounded by. Same. And I'm not just talking about like the areas I frequented, like church, work. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about business relationships. I don't do business with certain people anymore. I don't same. support their businesses. People, and sometimes there's no bad blood, right? Sometimes no. you just fall off. But there are people who have wronged me in life. There's people who I have wronged in life, and you have to choose to go the opposite way. But I don't turn around after I decide to separate and then like, talk yeah, about that wanna... person behind their breath. <laughs> Or wonder what the fuck they're doing. When the cord is cut, the cord is cut. Let them go. And the bitch go on about her day. That's why I be worried. I be so concerned when I see people online with just discourse. Going back and forth with a bitch either you, you met before in life and got beef with. Or you ain't never met before and you just beefing online. The fact that that person takes up so much of your day. You ain't got nothing else to do. I just always be wanting to tell, and that's why I mind my motherfucking business because the comment I always want to leave is, you ain't got nothing better to do. You ain't got nothing else better to do right now. You ain't got no dishes in the sink. You ain't got no smell radiating from between your legs. You ain't, did you take a shower today? You ain't got a bald spot to deal with. You ain't got a home girl to check up on. You ain't got a therapy session to book. You ain't got some schoolwork to do, a book to read, a pussy to play with, just something. You ain't got nothing else to do. They kind of goes hand in hand with girls. Girls don't really exist. Girls, girls, they don't exist. They, re- I learned from the whole discourse that's happening between the peoples and the peoples. You know, this person's support system and these two artists that are beefing right now. That's when that thought really came to mind. Girls, girls don't exist, especially not in a creative space. You have to have some type of proximity to something else that somebody wants in order for them to support you. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You have to be very likable. For people to like you nowadays. But when it comes down to it, the minute that that person feels like you're taking a jab at them, there's no communication that's happening between these women. Automatic accusation, I'm talking about that bitch online. Be mature enough to have a conversation. DM the person and be like, hey, is everything cool? We good? I feel like in those cases, girls, girls don't exist. I feel like, like you said, the discernment that you gain. It's a very, it's a lack of discernment. You tend to find your people. We've found each other. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not about to go against her. Like nigga, but what what sense would that make? I also don't look at like there's a difference to me between girls, girls, and sisterhood, right? Um, like what I look for. Oh, like I'm a girls girl, and I so like I support all my sisters. No, yeah, yeah, I can see. It. Yeah, you know. Okay, I get it now. So I when people say like, that like, I'm a girls are, girls, it's unconditional. Yes, but like what they a, really mean is it's with so many different conditions, conditions yeah. and it's so it's so much underlying hatred that I, I have for these women and jealousy and envy but if I don't surround myself with these people I won't then be I in proximity and to what bad. and to to what I need to look at into the perception of what people need to yes. see in order for people to like me you cannot project yourself on other people thinking that other people are gonna like you just because you're a girl just because you're a woman I don't have to like you just because we don't have to stand together. It's a lot of women I don't like. There's a lot of women that I don't like for a lot of different reasons. There are a lot of the times where I would like to stand by my good sis. And I can't. There are I can't believe times in a stupid where ass. my good sis says something so stupid. Then I'm, I'm like, just like, right, that was the last straw. What the, <laughs> Why the, would it's you a, say that? That famous tweet that be going on, some of, some of you bitches is really dumb. Yes. And I mean that with the utmost love in my heart. I, I love everybody in the world, <laughs> but I truly cannot stand by some women. I cannot, I can't stand by 
some of the nastiness that happened, some of the talking behind people's back, some of the jealousy and envy, some of the neck. Like, you want me to sit around and talk to you about somebody one that I probably don't know. Talk to them about people in general. Or, right, because or in I, general. That's not my When that's you not come in, you're like, you thing. see that girl? Not you specifically, but when people come and be like, you see that girl? Look at her wig. Look at this. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this I'm right like, now? are you going to buy her a new one? Why are we Since doing it this? bothers you so But when much? she walk up to you, you're not like, oh, girl, you're weak. Like, you're not like, you're yeah, like, how you doing? You're, you're like, funny girl, as loving hell. that hair. Mean girl shit. Mean girls. Mean girls. Oh That's why gosh, I'm like. I love that sweater. You're not a girl's girl. Well, you sweater. are a girl's girl. You, you're right. You are. You're a girl's girl. And that's why I do not use that terminology. I really don't believe that the support within the girl's girl's community really exists. They either really don't like each other or they're just trying to fuck. I like community. They, they tell me they don't be trying to fuck each other. They be trying to fuck. They could at least be honest about it. That's what I I'm saying. I don't see anything wrong with. If you're sexually fluid like that, then be it. Then so be it. If you a little bi curious, then just say that. But don't be trying to join these, you know, sisterhood communities and whatnot because you're looking for some pussy. Get on a dating website or something, bitch, <laughs> and put that you're interested. I'm sorry to call you a bitch, but put yourself in, you know, like or let that or be honest about it. Even if you from are, the jump. be honest about it. Like, from I'm here the for jump. the community, but I'm also trying to find... I get so fucking frustrated. As a bisexual a woman, I get so <laughs> fucking frustrated when women come into a community and you just get the energy like, this bitch is in here looking for a girlfriend. Why are you over here, ho? That's not what we're here for. We're really here to heal, bitch. Why you ain't trying you to eat some pussy. Are you serious? That's not going to heal me. Bitch, no. Your spit does not have the energy... But your spit is gonna stress me the fuck out because you like you just you came in here You're with false people, bitch. Bro. I I get back. Like, I just be wanting to spray bitches in the face. Move, move, bitch. Like I can't stand like. And y'all know it's the difference between like women and bitches and that. Like y'all y'all know exactly what I'm talking about when I say like a I I bitch get back. You know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Just bothersome. Sorry. I never wanted to be a stay at home. Mom. I did not. I'm I listen. All stay at home moms. You should have time away from your Y'all are the MV fucking peas. Especially the ones with multiple motherfucking kids. The small ones. At the Yo, small when age When they be like three under three. When you got, yes, when you had three children in your face all the time. Not school age. Just pooping, peeing, making a bunch of noise, calling you everything. Or even if they do go to the bathroom by themselves. Like, you got to go in there and make sure and that they And check behind wipe. them. <laughs> Or they done took they pull up off and they just said, I have the one child. Y'all doing it with three of them. I get an eight hour break from that baby every day. You mean to tell, well, not every day on the weekend, but you mean to tell me that every day you in the house with them kids and then you take them to the play date and you still with them kids. And then you take them to soccer and you still with them kids. You come home, and guess who trailing behind you? Like little ducklings, the motherfucking kids. One of the staff members at my school, she, I was just like, oh, doesn't your son, like, play uh, baseball and soccer and stuff? She was just like, yeah. I was like, do you stay at the practices? She said, no, I go to the diner up the street. Yes. She was just like, I have refused to do that part. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to dinner, it's and a, I'm going to come and get you, and we're going to get you some food, and we're going home. It treats the, it, it allows your child to have some type of independence. Yeah. I get stay at home. Like I said, I understand stay at home. Moms, I, Sometimes it's better. They the MVPs. I know that for me personally, one, I know that I am not a mother of multiple children. I got nieces. I got nephews. That's all the fuck I need. I got my one, and I got about, it's like 11 of them. Okay? Yeah. I love them down. 
that that's all y'all got. I am the rich auntie with the one kid. That's I was about it. To say, would you have another one just for him? Like, if he asked you... me to do it, not your son, your your husband. If he <laughs> asked me to do it, and he can retire me, oh yeah, like to the point where I don't have to work a nine to five and I can just work creatively and make mm-hmm. my money that way. Yes. Oh okay. But if he cannot do that, <laughs> and you would still have to go to work, and I still have to go to work. No, because no. my first pregnancy was very rough. I need those nine months, especially as a spiritual woman. I need those nine oh, months to sure. really like prepare Connect my body because I was not together. prepared to give birth the first time. That was such a traumatic experience. That's primarily another reason why I don't want no more motherfucking kids. That's why I'm like, stay at home moms. Y'all the motherfucking MVP. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I love children, but they are very demanding. They have a lot of things that they need and they have their own little personalities. And I get overstimulated very easily. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Could never Excuse be a stay-at-home mom. Um, as an aunt, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I'm very adamant on not having kids. And a lot of the times, <laughs> a lot of the times I'm just like, I want one. But then I'm just like, do I want one for the right reasons? And every time I think about it, I'm just like, no. Why do you want a kid? Why do you want a kid? Because I think it would be... <laughs> This is going to sound really weird. It would be a really cool experiment to just have a little me running around. Okay. And, okay. Experiment. experiment. That's the word. Right. Not experience. Experiment. experiment. No, but like. what happens if you don't like it? What you that's what do? I'm saying. And like sometimes I think about it and I think about how <coughs> fucked up I am. And I'm just like, I'm trying to bring in another me. Like, bro. She'd be like, you know what? How about we not do that? She's like, you know what? This is not working. I'm going to have to put not. you up for adoption. I told my mom, like, because she wants me to have one so bad. And I'm just like, if I have one, you know it's going to be with you, right? Like, I'm only coming to get the child on the weekend. And I... she said, well, between me and his mom, you probably... I'm like, you don't know that woman. You don't know that woman. She be out of town thugging with her All friends right, on a regular. She do not be in the house. You going to be miserable I'm thankful with this baby. that I was the first grandchild to have a child. So my support People system, yeah, my support <laughs> system is, they was all gung-ho. They, they were like, say, yeah. we in this bitch. What? And it's a boy, we in this they bitch. They tired by the time somebody, the next Child, now my my fiance sister got two. His cousin got one. Everybody the other cousin it. got three. Everybody's over it. They're like, all right. Then the, one of stop? them has <laughs> one biological child, and then now I have an adopted. Because uh, I, I call his cousins' children, like my nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. too, because we're so close in age. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love her down. I love her down. The whole way that he ended up getting custody of her is, like, very conf- confusing, very, like, you know, his story to tell. But when I tell you that baby got the, she's, I think she's 11. Mm-hmm. She got the purest fucking heart. Aww. She just, oh my God, I love her so fucking much. When she come out, when she come down the house, she laying across the couch. Like she immediately came in and she made herself comfortable. And that's what I love. Yeah. She, she do ask. She's like, like I, I feel safe. Yeah. But yeah. she's not, she'll, she'll still say like, can I go in the refrigerator and get like something to drink? Or can I have this? Can I have that? She is getting more comfortable. Cause like the last time they were down, I cooked dinner and I was like, listen, y'all come in here. Y'all get your plates. She did come in and eat, yeah. you know, that time. But I just love to see her get so fucking comfortable. Like Aww. now she going up i call my mother-in-law mommy she's going to mommy house like you just to be up there to be around a dog and shit so it just it feels so good to see her you know fall into that element yes like i got enough fucking kids around me i don't Mm. need no more fucking kids i don't need no more motherfucking kids there's too many of them my younger nieces and nephews are in a different state that's why i'm just like "Mm." so like um, and then the thing is is like then you starting over because like your nieces and nephews are of age my child is seven the two that are here yes one of them is 18. The other one is like 
he's gonna be he's skipping a grade, so he's gonna be a senior next. That's year. what I'm saying. Like, I got bruh. a 16 year old little sister. I don't need to push nothing else out of my body and end up having to raise it. What to do? It ain't I wouldn't even trained. know what the what to do with a baby like that. I would have to change all the time. My like, niece waking is up one. in the middle of the night Child. and stuff. Like I went through that with majority. All of my nieces and nephews, I was there. Like, See? my last nephew, my youngest nephew, I was there the day she had him. I stayed there in that daggone mm-hmm. hospital with her and stayed there day and night. That's kind of why I have trauma. Because I'm like, why would my mom let me stay here at this hospital? Girl. <laughs> like, I have a change of clothes. I'm like, I don't like how I smell. Can somebody take me home? Listen. Like, I am like, I was... Doing like midwife shit before I even thought about. So imagine doing when it. you on the table, like I'm not being on nobody's table. I'm gonna have a home birth. That's what you say to the motherfucker get traction start kicking. Well, listen, I was all My I was dung the fuck. Kill me. Nope. See, and that's when people get that shit fucked up. They be like, if I could deal with a period cramp, I no, could deal that's with the what traction. I'm saying. My cramps damn near kill me, so I know I'm gonna be dead. It's not even a period cramp. That's what I be trying to get people. It ain't your front. It's a mock. It's your back. Imagine being constipated and not being able to shit for nine months. I've had, I've had booty hole okay. cramps, and that shit. I'd be like, wait a damn minute, what times, the fuck? Times like fifteen. I feel like the you don't helps. you don't even feel them up in here. It's all down in here mm. and straight into your asshole. Like it's the baby might as well just come out your ass with the way it feels. <laughs> I promise you. That's why people shit. That's why people shit. Guilty as charged. <laughs> People shit while they had their baby. Don't hang on motherfucking kids. That's why I'm just like, stay at home mamas. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got Because y'all had the baby. And then you just never let it leave your sight after that. My what bad. the I fuck? I didn't mean midwife stuff. I meant doula. Out of the fucking way. Listen. Midwives? Doulas? Y'all y'all do y'all big one. Because I, <laughs> I now they got doulas that come to the house. Like mm-hmm. postpartum doula. I mm-hmm. do want to become a postpartum doula. Come to the I house. I think that would be the best part for me. Yes. Like, I think the pre part is I cool too. To figure out like how do you want to do this. Yeah. Write everything down. Help you with your plan. Um, the one in the middle where like I need to come over your house because you're dealing with shit. Like that's a lot. I do want to be. I think, but I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Is that part like, like the postpartum? Because oh, I went yeah. through it so heavy. Yeah. I want to help more Giving women. Giving them a break. And I want to touch you with a baby. Yes. I love holding a baby, but I got to give a baby. And I don't get baby fever at all. Like, I'd be like, oh, look, I look at the baby looking at me. I'd be like, oh, this is so cute, but not enough to have another one. And that's that's the only. <laughs> My uterus only don't flutter at all. Like, oh, like, I could have a baby. Because I be seeing babies. I'd be like, Look at his smile. Look, look you hear the laugh. My, like, my so uterus implode on itself and disappear for a second. Like, bitch, you don't even want this. I'd be like, oh my God. When they did the little smile, they ain't got no teeth in their mouth. I'd just be like, oh my goodness. But not enough one, to have another. I would need my own land. Like, this has to be after I've done everything that I wanted to do. I, and I have time. I like, wonder. I'm just making, like, passive income. And oh, I'm yeah, like, for I sure. can sit my ass for down sure. after this child is born I don't believe for three that years. Like, women I'm should, like, and okay, I, cool. I agree with you 100%. Women should not work after they have another kid for at least, baby, you hitting the mo- right on the money three fucking years. Because, like, the third year, like, the second and third year, I'm preparing you to go to school. Not even, you're preparing your body to go that back too. into a hold. Your body does not <laughs> snap back for three fucking years. 
They tell you six weeks. The celebrities that be making it is because they have money to Three do so. fucking years is when your body, your hormonal system starts mm-hmm. to re-regulate. Your nervous system starts to calm down. Your your cycles start to sink back up into some type of... One to three years. But on, on the extensive part of that, most women really don't start to feel any type of regularity for three fucking years Most after having a baby right at all their child moves out <laughs> i don't even feel that shit you don't sleep well you listen you're when you have a motherfucking worried. kid I feel like you're always worried oh my about god something. my child be in school i'd be like lord jesus make sure my baby come home i'd be, be praying i'd be like listen i got to put the air tag in all his clothes put in his book bag put in his scalp jesus put in his neck but when somebody hack it and try to steal my kid i just got so that's why i can't have another one i'm also i I was a very anxious mom when I first had my child because he had so many different like ailments. He had a, a hole in his heart. He had a brachial plexus injury. He had a lot going on. And even afterwards, like his speech, all of those different things, I was just like, oh my fucking God. Why that's the fuck the would things, I want to have another kid? That's one of the reasons that like scares me about having a child is the whole, all the difficulties that my child can have. And it's like, I wouldn't love, I know for a fact, I wouldn't love my child any less, Yeah. but I would be like, Oh my fucking gosh. Like I have to work and take care of this baby. And there's a million and one things going on with this child. I'm going to have to take fuck a six week. I'm going to have to, I'm taking FMLA until my f- child is fine. Girl. And it's probably going to run out and y'all going to fire me. Like That's why I like, find what the fuck? having a child in the U S is a joke. That's why when I Very see people so. get pregnant multiple times, I'm like, how you want to do this again? I don't give a fuck how much money you have. You want to shell out all this bread. You want to do all this with the uncertainties of the U S Fuck the uncertainties of the life. The water bed, the food bed. The water bed, the food bed, the people bed, the mental health crisis, the drug crisis, the, the doctors. Is, the doctors is the on doctor drugs. Is, the the government. doctors don't give a fuck about you for real. So they making money off of your dead babies. I just want the the lady whose baby was born. They decapitated the child. Black woman decapitated mm-hmm. her baby and then tried to hide it from her. Mm-hmm. Why oh, the your, fuck your would your I baby want to have another was kid? A, um, stillbirth. As a black woman. Why would I want to have another child in America? And then some women, after they have their baby, they just be taking the babies away. They be like, no, CPS, because you refuse to give the baby the uh, the shots. No immunizations will get your child taken away from you. I really want y'all to please be aware of that. If you do not immunize your child, if you do not agree, the hospitals will attempt to take your baby. So have your doulas, have your midwives, have your lawyer. There's a woman on Instagram that actually writes a whole... Um, pamphlet for you yes. depending on your state that you can give the doctor and if they are like go- combative with you like you need to do this usually once the mom hands over that packet to them they chill the fuck out shout out to the emerald doula shout out to Kay kayla in philadelphia if you are somebody who wants someone to advocate for your pregnancy if you want somebody to advocate for you and your well wishes and what you want the Emerald Doula is where you would go. Personally, I recommend her to everybody. I've known Kay for at least five years. Mm-hmm. That's something that she truly believes in. I've watched this woman working nine to five and go deliver a baby, you Later know, on that day. in the middle of, the, of her shift and have to go back to work or delivering a baby three o'clock in the morning. And clock, when I tell you that woman gives a fuck so much about black birth, it ain't nothing funny about it. The Emerald Doula, like really like tap in with her. 
And black women in general, if nobody has told you, you have access to midwives and doulas through your GYN. Ask them about their services. If you have insurance, if you don't have insurance, if you have Medicare, if you Medicaid. If you don't have insurance, uh, there's a lot you. of like healthcare centers, pro bono centers that will yes. tell you about. Yes, there mm-hmm. are a lot of pro bono doulas out there. Yes. Or if you get um, if you get state assistance, you WIC. can also Food get doulas through that. T- um, TCA, All, utilize those motherfucking services if y'all gonna have these kids i don't know why y'all having these kids but have these kids okay and raise these babies right don't have all these motherfucking kids to traumatize them because then we gotta raise them and i hate that and i'm not doing that no more because why would you do that do we have anything else for the people um we have one more topic what is it support and respect go hand in hand I feel like we already touched on it for real. But it's true. If you want somebody to respect you or support whatever it is that you're doing, they're going to have to have some type of respect behind what it is that you're doing. If somebody Mm -hmm. doesn't believe in it or somebody doesn't understand it, it's going to be very hard for them to respect it. It's going to be very hard for them to support it. But that's exactly why everything that we do is not meant to reach the masses. It's due to reach the mass of people who are meant to support and respect you. So don't feel so tied to, you know, going viral again, going viral or, you know, reaching a million people, having a million followers or, you know, having your business reach so many different sales in such, such an amount of time. Everything happens in due time. Everybody who's meant to support you will support you in due time. Don't don't rush. Don't force, you know, your shit upon other people. Just do your big one and mind your motherfucking business and stay in your lane. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Support and respect. They go hand in hand, but the right people will support and respect you. I was looking for the doula, my bad. No, there's a um Instagram page called Black Birth Workers. Yes, yes. I'll put their information down in the um description. Absolutely, I love that. I love that we just uh like a we just we know all the people. So you need what you need a kidney or something. We know somebody. I did take doula uh classes. Really? So mm-hmm. I didn't finish. Because there's always a lot of stipulations. You don't really have to be certified because there's no way to no. nationally certify. They it. There, there are, are ways, but, but it's like not really. They like certified them fucking It's cells. not regulated. Like it's that. not a federally regulated. So if you feel as though company. you. I don't want to say that. If you do a lot of research and like really like hone in on your skills and sit there with pregnant women and like. To help them you're a doula so there are ways to I'm get a doula around for real. i've been a doula since i became an aunt the there's first time, a there's but... a way to get around um needing certification for a lot of things yeah. if you want to know how i might teach like a instagram live or something like that i'll because i don't know how much of it you could say without Anything them being like it's not regulated by the state but we FDA, have to explain that like or that's why I'm saying it. Anything that's not regulated, like nurses, CNAs, well, what do you mean by re- nurse nurses, uh, midwives have to get certified. Yes. Doulas do not. Right. So you would never find a doula giving birth. You have to have a midwife there with you. Regulate regulatory means that there is not there's a laws. state appoint. Yes, there's no state appointed commission for you to have to go forward and take any type of oath. Yeah. So when you have like 
holistic certifications and things of that nature, you do go through a process. Those certifications do require other certifications. Like for mm-hmm. instance, my cannabis certification, I have to go to school for that because it's regulated. There are laws against cannabis. There are laws against a lot of different shit, mm-hmm. but like mushrooms, doula service. There's a lot of things that you can get away with doing because it ain't no motherfucking commission. There's no lobbyists. There's no, just make sure you do research. And when I, when we say research, not just going to fuck on Google, go to your state's website and type in whatever the fuck it is that you're trying to do. If don't nothing pop up nine times out of 10, there's no regulation to it. There you go. What you trying to do certification. There you go. And then look at it on the federal level too. Cause just cause you can't get locked the fuck up for it in your state. Don't mean that the motherfucking federal government not going to be on that that ass. The FBI will come knocking on your door so quick. And been locked you the fuck up. The FBI, the DEA, the CIA, the IRS, and they all acronyms you don't want no beef with. Okay, don't don't they go got to jail. Out here that they really need to, but they coming to bother you because you was trying to do some good for your neighborhood. Look at that. See how they try to keep us down. Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening to us. Mm-hmm. Rant and ramble. Um, every week y'all keep coming back like clockwork. yes you love us thank you so much to everybody that sold out my best friends event oh my gosh like y'all did y'all big one in She's less than a do month her big one in less than a month the last sale happened today yes i put up so it happened in like two almost two months because i well no because we a put month, it up for real yeah we put it up on january 1st mm-hmm. and it sold out february the 3rd so Y'all did y'all big one, and y'all about to see my friend do her big one. It's going to be a great time. I'm so excited. What is it called? What's the drink called? Mimosas. I don't go out to brunch enough. Oh, my God. We're having mimosa flights because I don't want y'all drunk. Yes. I want y'all nice, but it's I don't want you It's going to look drunk. so nice. There's going to be so so many opportunities for photo ops. Like, I'm I don't so think excited. y'all understand. And we're going to be in a great space. Mm-hmm. Sacred space. Be more. Yes, My other Angie. friend, Angie. Yes. I fucking love her down. She just opened back up. Well, by the time this comes out, she's been open for two weeks. Every she would have been open up for two weeks. business that we're working with is a black business. And I think that's how it should stay. Yeah. Because I want my people to be set free. Make this motherfucking money. Happy Black History Month. Shirley Chisholm and them. I need to research her more. I feel like she's Shirley Chisholm that all right. See y'all. <laughs> we gonna we gonna talk. Shirley Chisholm that bitch. Okay. <laughs>